Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek, Trent, and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. So grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. This is your host, Derek Hoskins. Tonight, we are talking the news. We have got a lot to cover to catch up on from the last couple of weeks. You know, we didn't do one last week with our review for Batman The Long Halloween. If you haven't listened to that, go watch the movies, go check out the review. Or if you don't want to watch the movies, you're not missing out on a whole lot, go check out the review anyway. But with me tonight, as always, freezing in a corner in a dark room is Mr. Trent Persinger. Trent, how are you doing? I'm quite comfortable, actually, but I'm doing well otherwise. Thank you. I have a feeling that our uh, our other co-host and content curator might disagree on that. Ian, I let you how are you doing? Know. Oh. Not too bad. Better than Trent. I can see frostbite on his nose over there. And I cut you off, Trent. What were you going to say? I just want to let you guys know that if my voice is a little higher pitched tonight, it's because I'm in my underwear. So, uh, <laughs> so you were no wonder why you're literally freezing your balls off. Exactly. Just, just as underwear and a fleece blanket. Oh my God. I, I can't believe it. Uh, no, I can't believe a man that is freezing cold is not wearing pants. I'm not freezing. I like the house cold and I just, I like, I like getting under a blanket. It's very cozy. It feels safe. I feel, so I feel I loved. Over, I was going to say, <laughs> if I came over at gunpoint right now, how safe would you feel under that thing? Eh, I would die peacefully <laughs> and, and he would die in comfort. He would, sir. He, he would die how he lived. Like it on. Do you know what you remind me of Trent? You've got you've you've had dogs growing up. Have you ever seen those thunder vests or like thunder blankets for dogs? <laughs> yeah. Like I've the comfort them. blankets when they get really upset when they're yeah. That's <laughs> me you remind right now. Me of. I'm just in my thunder blanket. Oh, can we be your thunder buddies? That's I why need... you feel so comfortable right now, right? Yeah, being around you two, I'm, it puts me on edge. I need the comfort. <laughs> I can understand that. We have that effect on people. We do. It's the beards. It's beard envy. That's what it is. That's what it is. It is. Sure. Sorry. Trent has a beautiful beard. Somewhere under that blanket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, good God. We've got a lot of news to actually get through. And uh, we're recording later than normal. And I'm all hopped up on coffee. So this should be... uh, This should be interesting. First up, last week, new Ghostbusters trailer dropped. We didn't get to talk about it. So uh, just our quick thoughts... Um, I, I can't wait for this movie. Uh, it has uh, been a long time coming. I love the Ghostbusters. I did not get to see the last Ghostbusters movie, the the all-female cast, just because it didn't really interest me because, you know, girls, ew. <laughs> not really. Actually, the, my main problem with that movie was the idea that it was a reboot. I wish they would have just kept it going, and this is actually a sequel. So I'm looking forward to it. I love Paul Rudd. And uh, I cannot wait for it. It looks like a lot of fun. Ian, what about you? Did you, uh, did you watch the Ghostbusters trailer? I, I did. I got over the fact that the uh, remake was a remake and like a reboot. Um, I was I was okay with that. The concept of it being an all-female cast, I didn't care about that. What I didn't like was it was terrible. That's that's what I didn't <laughs> like about it. It had nothing to do with because well, it was a bunch of women. It has nothing to do with it. It was just a, a bad movie in my opinion. Um, I didn't really care for it at all. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But the trailer, the trailer looked really good. The trailer, the trailer had, I, I found more humor in this trailer than I did in that entire Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sad I haven't watched it. It had Gabe Lewis in it in the beginning. That's, 
Anybody who watches The Office knows who Gabe Lewis is. Has anybody called you, man. Anybody started calling you Gabe Wad yet? Yes, <laughs> whose birthday it is. <laughs> anyway, wait, and, Gabe and, Lewis wasn't he in the remake too? The reboot, wasn't he? I, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what, what I was talking about. I was talking about the reboot. Oh, I thought you were talking about the trailer. I was like, I don't remember him in that, but I no, <laughs> no, you notice him in that. Yeah, okay. I was confused. I, I, I do want to say that just to reiterate for anybody that didn't catch the joke, I didn't not watch the movie because it was an all female cast. I promise. I don't want any angry <laughs> letters. It was just because. Oh, I we caught the joke. All right, Derek. I we wasn't interested in a reboot. Everybody on here thinks you, that I'm racist. You are the joke. Anyway, so whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I, I will, I will be the one that everybody crucifies. You mean Trent, the what do you boy? think about the, uh, what do you think about this new trailer? Well, that looked cool. I thought it looked fine. <laughs> Didn't really show a whole lot, but that's good. You know, I like, I don't like when trailers show too much. So it showed just enough to kind of get Trent you interested. doesn't like too many spoils. I don't. And you know, my God, I would go see anything with Paul Rudd in. So just like, you already have my money. What more do you need to show me? They definitely have my wife's money. Good God, if that woman talks about Paul Rudd one more time. I don't know what it is you about know, that like 50-year-old man that she just really finds attractive. I he understand. doesn't look like he's 50. He's a good-looking guy. He's, he's if, there's anyone, well. if there's anyone out there who, who can find anything wrong or dislike Paul Rudd in any way, you're just fooling yourself. What kind of life are you living? You're just, you really need to evaluate. You're nitpicking. You're nitpicking at that point. Yep. Just picking those but, nits. Uh, and it's sorry, true. He yeah. is a national treasure. We were watching Clueless the other day, and good God, he's been hilarious from all the way back in Halloween. Love him. Love Paul Rudd. But we're not talking about Paul oh, Rudd tonight. Man. I'm so I'm so glad that uh that, that wasn't like where he got his name from was Halloween. Because let me tell you, there was no saving that movie. No, it was awful. Not it was it was a bad one. Paul Rudd. That was a bad movie. But anyway, again, we're not talking Paul Rudd. We're not talking about Why not? the god awful. We are, we are you know, talking we should. Paul Rudd. I'll tell you what, we'll have a we'll have a Paul Rudd episode where we just go around and talk about our favorite things, Paul Rudd, but we've got like 15 yeah, news stories to talk about. Tonight. <laughs> but yeah, but talking about Paul Rudd contain, uh, pertains to uh, Ghostbusters because he's in that. Yes, but we gotta move on. We're gonna talk about the Venom Let There Be Cottage <laughs> Carnage trailer would actually let there this be week. cottage. <laughs> let there be so much cottages. So many cottages, so much cottage cheese, cottage <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Let there be cottage. God, I know weird hours. I'd rather this movie. I'd rather talk about Paul Rudd if I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, you do you not like cottage? I love cottage cheese. Spider Man, <laughs> let there be cottage. <laughs> Venom, let there be carnage. What happened to my hair? Jesus. Venom, right. let there be cartilage. Let There Be Carnage, a new trailer for Venom 2, bite me, Venom 2 dropped this week. And uh, we got a huge uh, just visual dump of what Carnage is going to look like. I was really surprised. It was a dump, uh, all right. Big visual dump. I was really surprised how much Carnage we saw. I didn't expect to see them. All right, didn't expect to see so much of Carnage. I thought they'd hold that back for the movie. But again... Nothing but good things to say. I can't wait for this movie. I really like the first one. I think Woody Harrelson is going to be amazing as Cletus Cassidy. And uh, just like the first trailer, the banter between Eddie and Venom, I'm really excited to see, especially when he breaks his nose and says, let me fix it, break it again. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Trent, can you find your way out of that blanket to tell me what you thought about the Venom trailer? Uh, (laughs) It was better than the last trailer, I guess, if that's saying much. 
See, I wasn't on the trailer reaction you guys did. You see, you guys liked it a lot more than I did. Okay, I, I let me let me just tell the audience here what's wrong with Trent right now. So if you've noticed, we've had two topics so far. Trent has had no care for either of them. This is what's going on. A little glimpse behind the curtain. I like the, I like there was the a miscommunication trailer. about what we were going to talk about tonight. I'm not dogging. There was a miscommunication, miscommunication where Trent thought we were going to talk about. Trent thought we were going to talk about episodes 13 and 14 of The Bad Batch. Ian and I, I didn't because on our calendar Prepared. that we have everything. By the way, by the way, people, we are not. Please don't log out of this right now. Don't we're not. Worry. We're not talking bad don't batch. Oh, bad batch. Click. <laughs> so Trent was mad because he had notes prepared for bad batch, and now we're not going to talk about it. And so he's just going to be talking trash about everything that we discussed tonight. So Trent, no, go ahead. This is the only thing. Get your Peter powder. Out of the way. He's a Peter powder. This is the only thing. I I like the Ghostbusters trailer. Um, Venom. Only because of Paul Rudd. There's no Paul Rudd in the Venom trailer. That's the that's problem. right. That's Maybe it, it needs more Paul Rudd. Maybe that's the problem. No, I I I wasn't a huge fan of the first movie. It was okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, the first trailer for this one didn't really hype me up. The second trailer was better. I did like that they showed Carnage in it more. Um, I don't know. You didn't like the first. I'll, like I understand you like. I'll, I'm gonna watch the first it. Movie was mediocre because it was it was decent. It it exceeded my expectations, which were very low. So that's why I liked it so much. And I think I mentioned that in the the trailer review that we did without you, Trent, because you didn't want to talk to us that day. But well, I didn't want to ruin your all spun. We, you we really enjoyed it, one. and I would have we trashed it. We were going to do yeah. a paperclip edition of this trailer, and Trent said. No, one was enough. No. One was enough for Venom. No, here. I said, okay. do you guys want to do it tonight or Thursday? And Trent responded. He Thursday. turned into Venom, didn't he? No. I won't. I won't trash it all. I'll say this: there are a couple things that I'm going to watch the movie anyway, regardless. But there are two things that have me a little bit hopeful. One you already mentioned, Derek, is Woody Harrelson. Are you falling asleep right now? He, <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> no, Woody Harrelson, I think, is inspired casting. He's great in just about everything he's in, so that automatically would excite me. And then uh, Andy Serkis being the director. Obviously, I'm a huge Andy Circus fan. Um, I know he hasn't really directed a ton on his own. He did a lot of like second unit directing for the Hobbit films, and he directed that uh, Netflix Mowgli movie, which actually I enjoyed and thought it was actually a pretty decent movie. So yeah, Andy Circus and Woody Harrelson. I'm excited for those two things, and I, I hope it. I hope it's good. Yeah, I, not a lot of people have been talking about the fact that Andy Serkis is doing this movie. I actually am really excited about that because, like you said, he did the second unit on the Hobbit um all, all the whole trilogy he did the Mowgli movie but he's also got a uh, a stage uh like a production company where they do a lot of stop mo or not stop motion motion capture for stage plays well, he's the really king neat, he's where the he king has actually directed a lot of those so he's got a lot of experience but he's gonna really get in there and and be the director on a on a really? big budget movie I'm excited get about that there. so Ian what about you what did you think about this new uh this ho hopefully final final full trailer for Venom 2 this is the final full trailer I want to watch of it. I don't want to watch it anymore because I don't want him to give away too much. But I, I thought it looked good, man. Like I said, first one wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Like I, I had low expectations and exceeded that. I thought it was decent. And it's one of those like, I, excuse me, I want to watch again before this new one comes out to, to get ready for the new one. But I, I think it looks fine. Um, I love the banter between Eddie and Venom, like you said, in the in the first kind of like, um teaser trailer uh the, the back and forth like him making him breakfast i thought was kind of silly and hokey and i was hoping the whole movie wasn't going to be like that but I, it made me laugh and then the end with the with the no chocolate no you know we wanted to eat mrs chan and um 
you know, the whole thing was just kind of funny. And then this one, this one was definitely different. Like it took a darker turn. So <clears throat> this trailer seemed much, much darker to me than, than the initials. So I think, I think that's got, um, good, good things written all over it by, by basically saying, we're not going to do like, and, and I'm not shitting on Thor Ragnarok. I like Thor Ragnarok, but that went from a, a dark and, and, and very serious, a little bit sometimes funny tone to really campy. And it's not a bad thing, but I kind of thought that's what they're about to do with Venom, but they, they clearly aren't. But they still have funny like moments in the movie. Like I said, there's the stuff we watched before. And then on, on this new trailer, I'm sure you guys noticed, like, as soon as he sees Carnage, he was like, shit. And then he just retreats. Yeah, that's a red one. That's a red one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I really like it. And I agree with you. It, it does seem like it's going to have that same tone from the first movie. Which I think I might have liked the first movie more than you guys did. I, I just watched it again recently. Allie hadn't gotten a chance to watch it, so I picked it up and and it, it holds up. It's it was a really fun time. I'm looking forward to it. But no, no, I really liked it. We're gonna move on. Shut up! You're not bringing in Mortal Kombat. I know you. I know what you're doing. No, I know what you're doing. I've known you for too long, sir. All right, moving on. We've got some casting news and rumors. Uh, first up is a rumor. Uh, it was a rumor that has been floating around for a little while and then picked up steam because Rosario Dawson, I uh, believe on either Twitter or Instagram, posted posted this. There is a rumor that Mina Masoud, uh, who is from uh, Aladdin, the live action Aladdin, and Lars Mikkelsen have been cast to play Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn, respectively, in the uh, live action Disney shows that they're going to be doing for Star Wars. If this is true, that's awesome. I think Ezra is a great character that uh, that they kind of left hanging. Ian, there might be a little bit of a, some spoilers for the end of Rebels here. Uh, they they really left that character open ended at the end of that, and the fact that he and Grand Admiral Thrawn were were together wherever they are, and that we're seeing Ahsoka looking for a Thrawn in the uh, in the Mandalorian episode that she was in. It's a it's a good chance that they were going to show up. And I think Lars Mikkelsen is the obvious choice. Sure, he may be a little older than what they want to have Thrawn be, but he voiced the character perfectly in Rebels. And I think that this is exactly the way they need to go. And Mina Masoud was really good in Aladdin. I've not seen him in anything else, but he'd do really good with uh, Ezra. Ian, I'm going to skip over you because you don't know anything <laughs> about really these characters. This. Are you kidding me? And so I'm going to go straight to Trent because you've watched Rebels. What do you think about this possibility of these two being cast for the live action versions of the characters? I'm so... going to speak for Trent right now, and I'm going to say <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Trent. I'm sorry. He's right. First I don't of all, know. you didn't you didn't tell Ian before you went into spoiler territory. Ian, earmuffs. Oh, just great. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Well, oh, I tried to keep say whatever we want. I tried to keep it as vague That's as actually possible. that's actually pressing the earphones deeper into my. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. Take take, your those. take your headphones out. Uh, yeah, if that, Re- I, reverse earmuffs. I think that's really good casting. Obviously, you said Lars is the voice of Thrawn from the show, so that makes perfect. Now you're sense. talking about Lars from Metallica, right? He's yes. Yes. Be- right. Yeah. One of the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So he voiced uh, Thrawn on the show, and I feel like that was the main like his his one of his main like uh defining qualities in his animated appearance was that voice um so i feel like you almost had to bring him back just like i don't think anyone else could have played thrawn just from that standpoint so that's perfect and even the uh the aladdin guy i feel like he you know not even gonna attempt that name mina is it mina Mina? uh you know he actually he actually um i haven't seen anything other than aladdin either which i thought again he was okay um 
Aladdin was it was a pretty good movie overall, I guess. And he was pretty good in it. He was, yeah. He actually, he actually does kind of look, kind of has that sort of vibe of Ezra. Uh, Or Derek, I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset you though because I am gonna trash one more thing. I'm not excited because I don't care about Ezra. He's not a good character. I'm so sorry. You can rant at me and yell at me all you want. I'm not going to yell at you for an opinion. He got. I'm he also got, not going to trash you on social media for your opinion on Star Wars. Listen, social media manager. You want to know what my problem with Ezra is? He got. He got better. I will say that he was very annoying at first because it was a Disney XD show and it was meant to be for kids. I get all this. He he got better as the show went along, but I don't care about him because the whole principle of his character annoys me because he's Luke Skywalker. Like five years before Luke Skywalker, and it's, he's not it's dumb. Luke Skywalker. He's, he's Luke Skywalker. He's, he's a force-sensitive orphan kid on a desert planet who gets swept up in the rebellion and gets tutored by a former or a, a Jedi. And he's Luke's story. It totally defeats Luke's story. Two I've always things. had a problem with Ezra. From two things. Standpoint. Two things. One, Lothal is far from a desert planet. There, it's it is a grassland and plains planet. <laughs> don't don't fight me on on biomes was, in there star wars deserty there may have been a desert there but it was a lot of i seem to remember a lot planes. of desert in the season one okay we'll watch more of the show if not desert then very arid i don't remember two, these two. this is not what we're talking about tonight at all but i will die on the hill of ezra bridger he has nothing to do with luke skywalker he's a completely different character from luke skywalker he has nothing trained... to do with the character of luke he, is, he trained... is luke it's the no, same no, no, no. story no 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 wrong you're wrong he is trained Right. Hey, he's trained by another Padawan first off, which makes the dynamic much better that that he, he doesn't join the rebellion <laughs> as a whole. He is not a, a great okay. hero. Okay. He's not he's not the son of the chosen one. He's just a random kid that happens to be force sensitive that has to. So deal was with Luke. That, yeah. And Luke <laughs> is the son of Anakin Skywalker, who is who is trained by two members of the Jedi High Council. You're going to tell me. That that story that Luke okay, no one knew that when that Star to, Wars came out <laughs> that he has to be you're you're gonna tell me that Luke Skywalker who Obi Wan Kenobi thinks believes to be the chosen one that Take will bring balance to the fo- force is in any way undermined by some random kid that is basically Aladdin by the way he was Star Wars <laughs> Aladdin he's That's why they cast Aladdin, Aladdin. <laughs> he's 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 a street rat on Lothal who is raised by someone who is not ready to be a mentor, not ready hey, to be a teacher. You're going to tell me that that like is somehow that. undermining the greatness that is Luke Skywalker. Yes. I have to disagree with you completely. You can disagree not, with me. I'm not here to start battles. I'm just AC. saying, I'm just saying that was always my problem with Ezra. He was not interesting from that, just from the get, just because of that. And again, he did get better. All of his, don't, his interactions. I don't hate with, Ezra. I just don't care about him. All are amazing. As, Ezra, yeah, Ezra in season one is a little bland. I'll give you that, but from season two on, he's great. Me, I really enjoyed Ezra. You, I, me, I respect your opinion, but I disagree with the idea that somehow fine. Ezra. But that, here, that's like, the, and and it's not even you that I'm upset about. It's I've heard this this discussion for other things, like the idea that Rogue One somehow negates the Luke's story. That oh well, because this reactor shaft, you know this this flaw was there, then that makes it less impressive that Luke Skywalker was able see, to do it. I don't it. buy that because he still has to hit the shot. He still, he still has, has to, to hit an shot. impossible shot. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't, but no, I, I mean, again, I don't hate Ezra. I just sounds like he was Ezra. one of my least favorite parts of the show. Him and Zeb and Chopper were all just not interesting to me. But 
that doesn't mean that him coming back in a live action form couldn't change it for me. A lot of people hated and disliked strongly Ahsoka, and now everyone yeah, loves her. True. So I'm not saying it can't be. I mean, this Mina is it Masad? How'd you say it? I, I, the way that I've heard he, it pronounced is Masoud. He could so come in and do Masoud. an amazing job, and I'm certainly excited to see the live. I'm, I like seeing these animated characters come over into live action, like they did with Ahsoka and Bo-Katan. And my my else. biggest. So, I mean, I'm. I'm my biggest excitement about the idea of him coming back is to find out what happened after that season season or series finale of rebels. I want to know exactly where, where they went, what happened. Yeah. I mean, I think it could make for a great story. I just, so I'm excited for it. And I can get get with you. Chopper, chopper, the fart bot got a little annoying. (laughs) Ian, do you have any, uh, any ideas on this at all? Any, any, any thoughts on this casting? No. (laughs) <laughs> no i don't because i don't know who any of these people are all right well then we'll go with this well bit. okay I, I do know who thrawn is right you know who who he is but you know lars don't you lars mickelson yeah. he's been in a few things yeah he's been well, in some pretty high value him. he's been in some high high profile uh projects yes. before yes i've seen him in other things i i, I am aware of who he is he even that. kind of looks like thrawn don't you guys think he's got he does he does profile. i, I think he did some blue paint. He really did. I do. I do wonder. They may not use him as the body, though. They they may go with either a. I guess that's true. They they could go with a different actor. They could do something computer animated. They could do whatever they want with Thrawn. Just have him as a voice. But we'll go to Ian with this next one because this was would be something a little more in your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. J.K. Simmons has been confirmed that he will be He's a reprising. <laughs> He'll be reprising his role as Commissioner Gordon in the Batgirl movie for HBO Max, which kind of shoots my theory from a couple of weeks ago that this possibly t- ties into the uh, the the Batman movie from Matt Reeves, because obviously it's not Jeffrey Wright playing Commissioner Gordon. So I guess I was just way off on that. So, Ian, what do you think about J.K. Simmons getting another shot at Commissioner Gordon in the uh, Batgirl series? Uh, I believe it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie well, on yeah. HBO Max. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> Very. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm sure, like, obviously they're going to explain it, but at the same time, it's just like, I would have rather it had been a little bit different. Like, I, uh, Jeffrey Wright, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I would rather it have been him just because, like, I mean, it just would have made more sense, like, if they were the same authenticity, uh, and plus Jeffrey Wright's a really good actor. But at the same time, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you got, you got that... Like what's what's the girl's name? Do we said it last time? I I can't remember her name off yeah, the top I can't of my head. But either way, like I'm I'm not too familiar with her. Hopefully she does good. But J.K. Simmons, he's he's awesome, and he was a a good Commissioner Gordon in the in the small amount we've seen him in. So it's really not that that big of a deal, man. I'm I'm down for it. Um, it's Batman. That's all that matters. It's a Batman universe thing. It it's Leslie Grace, by the way. It's thank it's you, like Leslie Grace. Leslie, yes, not Wesley. Are you saying, are you saying Wesley or Leslie? <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, I don't care. Oh, God, there he is. <laughs> Sorry, Trent, Trent just lit up like a Christmas Trent, tree. Trent is being abducted by aliens as we speak. <laughs> God, I thought I was watching fire in the sky there for a second. All right, so anyway, I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's that bad of an idea. It's fine. I'm I'm down for it. Um, I, I just I want it now. I want it right now. I want all the Batman I stuff Batman. I can I can get. I want that. I want all the Batman stuff I can get right now. My my one concern about this is that it's gonna just fuel more craziness from the Snyder Cut, the re- restore the Snyderverse people. What do you mean? Well, because J.K. Simmons was the Commissioner Gordon for Justice League. 
And even though he was the commissioner Gordon in the Whedon version of justice league, the most recent, the most recent version we've seen was in the Snyder cut and the restore the Snyderverse fans are already crazy toxic, like talking about review bombing um, every Warner brothers property right now. And until they get what they want. And so I just think that we might hear an awful lot of people being confused of whether or not this has to do with the Snyderverse or not, which it's not going to Warner brothers has been very clear about that, that they're done with that. But that is my one concern. Trent, what do you think about JK Simmons coming back? I'm confused because I feel like they need to pick a lane, like either just stop, you know, cut ties with all these movies that you don't want to associate with or, or not like, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I like J.K. Simmons a lot, so I'm excited that he gets to be Gordon again because I think he was actually a pretty good Gordon in the limited time we got to see him. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to be confused because I'm going to be thinking like, is this supposedly in the Ben Affleck, the Batfleck world? Is it supposed to be, you know, what am I watching? I don't know. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was talking about. It's, it's just causing confusion. Now, I don't want anything. I don't want to take a job away from J.K. Simmons because I, I do. I think yeah, he's a yeah, great exactly. actor. But it is it is confusing. But speaking of uh, Batfleck, we'll move on to our movie news. We've got some nice some segment. images from The Flash that has been filming right now. And we have uh, a couple of scenes being filmed with a Batman in the Batfleck costume on a bike that keeps crashing. And hopefully everybody's OK. I think they've had like three accidents with that. Well, have you seen cycle. that thing? <laughs> yeah, I know it looks yeah. terrifying, but you know it's exciting to see this character back. I personally, I know that I'm not in the majority here. Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman. I think that he's, uh, I think that he was perfectly cast, and I'm very sad that he's no longer around. So one more shot with him, I'm excited. Ian's giving me a crazy look. Ian, what do you think about the idea of having Ben Affleck show up, even if it's just for a couple of scenes here in Flash, and we finally got a chance to. See officially that that is what's going on. We are going to I mean, see that version of that, Batman. Again. That's that's cool. Like, it's fine. I I didn't. I hated the idea of him as Batman, Ben Affleck at first, and then like when I actually saw him, I didn't think he was terrible, but I didn't think he was that great. Um, I don't I don't care. Like, if he's in it for a little bit, that that that's fine. Um, I'm not gonna throw a huge fit about it. I I would have preferred if they're doing a multiverse type thing. Bring Christian Bale back, man. Maybe they will. I I will go my entire life happy that Christian Bale is no longer Batman. You want to hear my unpopular opinion? Batman Begins is the only good Batman movie that Christian Bale did. The Dark Knight is the most overrated movie of all time. You are Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. We just just put that out as one of our four favorite comic book movies. Three hour long movie for 10 minutes. It's not a Batman movie at all. Which one? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Batman's. It's called The Dark Knight. You the Dark Knight's in it for like 10 minutes. Again. Heath Ledger is not playing the Joker. Heath Ledger's playing Anarchy in that movie. That's not the Joker. He's not anything like the Joker in that movie. Except for the fact that he laughs. Also, it's some of the worst filmmaking I've ever seen. Go back and watch some of the shots. There's no continuity. It's a terrible movie. There's I cannot stand that it's such a... Oh, my God. Yeah, continuity where a truck is driving on the left side of the road, and then it cuts, and all of a sudden it's on the other side of the road going the opposite direction than it was just a second ago. None okay, of the action scenes make sense in that movie. A second. Like, okay, Christ. so you're 
That's what you're trashing right now? Yeah, so the filmmaking so is really bad. So, it's, it's, so a, it's, it's a poorly made film. I, I can't wait for the hate. I will die on this hill. The Dark Knight is the most overrated comic book movie ever so made. So I just want you to know, you can't die on every hill. Man, Pick business. one fucking hill and die no, on it. I've got a lot of so, hills to die on. So, so <laughs> that bothers you because of the continuity. But it's okay for your favorite character, Iron Man, to wear a helmet that when he flips his mask up, his face is really tied in, but when he's wearing it, he's looking around, and there's all these schematics and these laser shows going on in front schematics. of him. Schematics. And he's freely moving around. That doesn't bother you. That's okay because he's your favorite. So you that, can overlook that because you're being biased. No. That's not fair. We no. know. That's the no. same thing. No, you because if you actually. Green look, Lantern is not that good of a movie, but you Green love it a terrible your movie. favorite character. Green Lantern is a terrible movie, but I still but I can enjoy it because it's my favorite character, but I can, I, and I the can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. And I'm not going to slam you for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't hate those movies because of your biased opinion, but you you hate, you hate, like, I can, if you don't like The Dark Knight Man, by I, all I means, really don't, don't like it. That's but one of my, one of my complaints. For all of these things, but but I've been hearing this for years. So for, for you to trash it for those reasons is just bonkers to me. No, no, that's one of the reasons. I could give you many. I don't you like named more than one. I know, but I'm like saying that the, 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 the reason that you got real mad about was the continuity issues. And I can understand the bias there with Iron Man. I agree with you. There is a bias there. Yeah. But Iron Man is never talked about as being the greatest comic book movie ever made. No one's ever said wasn't. Iron Man is the greatest comic book movie ever made. Every single top ten list that I've ever that I've seen since two thousand eight has had The Dark Knight as the number one comic book movie ever made, and I think yeah. that's insanity. I, I think it is the one of the most boring movies I've ever watched. I have never been able to sit through it more than once. I've watched that movie one time. I've tried. I bought it because I wanted to be supportive of the of the character. I bought the movie. I have tried and failed to sit through that movie. 10 I times after I saw it in the theater. I don't understand how you can hate that movie that much. It is you don't so like it, you, boring. If you don't like it, I understand. I, I can be like, I can understand you saying like maybe top five, definitely not number one, but you're not even calling it top five. You, you trashed it that much. I just, yeah, I think, it, I think it. I, I legitimately in my, I know, I know this is my opinion. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I cannot fathom why everybody likes it so much. I can't get it. I don't understand. Like the, the movie just did not hit with me. Batman Begins, on the other hand, one of the best Batman movies. Is it because it wasn't made. really campy and silly? Batman Begins wasn't campy and silly. Batman Begins was dark and gritty and awesome. Yeah, but they were, like, you want to talk about Batman not being in a movie? Batman was only in Batman Begins for only 10 minutes. It's an origin story. You know how, long Iron, just... you know how long Iron Man is in the first Iron Man movie? Not that long if you go back and watch it. I have That's no problem true. with the character not being in, a, in an origin film if, if we're talking about it that long. But the uh, but yeah, the Dark Knight. I just I can't get behind it, man. And I don't even remember. Oh, we were talking about the fact that Ben Affleck's my favorite Batman. I couldn't I could not remember what we were discussing. But yeah, I just I I, I know it's it's something that I get hate for every time I mention it. But I will shout it from the rooftops. Eric's going ten rounds tonight. If uh, if if I never see Christian Bale as Batman again, I'll be fine. I because just don't I like one why out you of the hate him years. so much. I don't hate him. I just don't like the I don't like those movies. No, I mean so like I hated him as Batman. I didn't. I no. It, it's because I didn't like the movies that he was in as Batman. That I don't okay, want. So why, I don't want okay, the, but why? Why would it not be okay for him to come back as Batman in this? Then, if you don't, because like, it reminds me of the movies. But I didn't if care you for. didn't, hold on a second. But if you didn't, if you didn't hate him as Batman, you just didn't really care for the Dark Knight, or maybe not even the Dark Knight Rises. But you like Batman Begins. Why is it not okay for him to make a little cameo in it? 
because I'd rather have Ben Affleck because he's my favorite Batman. Oh, that's I'm a, sorry, you're, you're you're biased again. Okay, got you. Yeah, exactly. Not because that's what the people would want. I'm that's people. What you would want. No, you are a person, <laughs> not people. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also not the only person that's ever said Ben Affleck was their favorite Batman. There are a lot of no, people. No, and who I, like ben I I can respect. Like I respect that you can have your favorite man. I'm just saying, like I I just don't understand why you would say like. You baffle me sometimes with your words. You're like, I don't mind him as Batman. He's a decent Batman. He's, he's all right. I like the one in the movies. Okay, so but you don't want him in there at all? No, because I didn't like that other movie. He was in. Because I'd rather. Well, okay, no, well, what I said. Not, what I good? said was, what if there were I would there? rather what if not. There were I don't want him in there because if it was between him and Ben Affleck, I want Ben Affleck, not Christian Bale. I would rather have Ben Affleck in the movie. If it was only going to be one or the other, I'm not going to have Christian Bale. But I thought you didn't really care for Batman versus Superman that much. It wasn't a great movie, but I really enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman. Okay, but again, you're saying you didn't mind Christian Bale, but you didn't like the movie, but he was a good Batman. This is the same argument. How are you not getting this? If you only you can have, <laughs> if you can only have one of the two actors playing Batman in the movie, I'm going yeah. to always go with the one that I liked more as the character. If I liked Ben Affleck more as a character, that's like saying, all right, you can either have, but, okay. That's like saying, all right, let's, we let's can either have too much into that. Why did you prefer Ben Affleck so much over Christian Bale? I thought that he was better as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think that there's the, it's the same thing with why uh, Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man, because I feel like he's a better Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Tobey oh. Maguire was a great Peter Parker, not a great Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man, not a great Peter Parker. I think that the other one, I think that, um, that, uh, Tom Holland is a great marriage of the two of Peter and Spider-Man more comic accurate. If you look at Christian Bale, I thought he was a great, great Bruce Wayne. I thought he played Bruce Wayne perfectly. I really did. I thought that his, yeah. his, he was dark. He was brooding. I believed him when he was pretending to be like the playboy. And I believed him when he was being the true version of Bruce Wayne, but I didn't like his Batman as much. I, I, I just, it just didn't click with me. Whereas, whereas Ben Affleck, I thought he was great as Bruce Wayne because he, he, even though I didn't care for Batman versus Superman, I thought his scenes as Bruce Wayne, where he was pretending to be drunk, he was pretending all that, but really you can see that darkness inside of him when he's dealing with Alfred. I thought that was great. I thought physically he looked more like Batman. I thought everything about him was better. I really liked him the most. So if you're asking me, if you're saying you would have rather had Christian Bale than Ben Affleck, I would am the opposite of that. I would rather have Ben Affleck than Christian Bale. If we can only have one of the two, I'd rather have Ben Affleck any day, all day. Yeah, I just, like I said, it still it still just kind of baffles me. I just I, I don't I don't understand it. That's and okay. I don't I don't feel like the explanation is is that great in my opinion on your behalf. Just my opinion. I don't feel I need to explain myself any better than I already have because it is in fact my opinion. It is your opinion, but that <laughs> but I and again, like I, I can't change that, obviously. I'm just saying that I just for one thing that you hate about somebody, you seem to like for the other person every time we talk. Or even if it's movie related, but it just—it's just because it's. I, I see what you're, I see what you're saying, but but like, but like, I don't understand why you—you're not really giving me. I, I get that Christian Bale as Batman didn't necessarily click for you. I just don't know to why. Like, what I can't what really, really, I can't really place off. it. I can't place it. I don't. Yeah, I, I then, can't. I can't tell his, you exactly what it and is. And then I felt like he was a great mix between Bruce and and Batman because Bruce, like, he had to basically play this this playboy douchebag to push people out of his life so nobody got close to him so nobody got hurt and he like like when he shows up and uh the car with those two girls and then like later when he's at his party and he finds out that 
you know, like some bad stuff's about to happen and he has to be a douche and kicks everybody out in the douchiest way possible just so nobody got hurt. Like, I just, I thought he did a great job, like playing both characters. And again, I know what you're going to say. Well, it's your opinion. And, and I, and I get that. I just like, I'm just saying, I don't know why you didn't think he was that great as one thing. Well, I, I get you, you agree with me. He's a decent Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I actually I think he was a good I Bruce Wayne. I don't understand like why you didn't really buy him as Batman. Like I'm not saying he was perfect by any means. And I wasn't even like, all I said was I would like to have an appearance. And you were just like, no, I'm gone. Oh. And I was like, God, you really. So that's why I thought you hated Christian Bale. Like on, on, on no, every it, it's really it, it really the reason why I want Christian Bale so far away from Batman is because I'm tired of hearing this conversation. I'm tired of hearing how, oh, wow. how God level Christian Bale was as Batman and how amazing the Dark Knight is. It really is just because I'm tired of hearing about these movies that I didn't care well, for. Then that's that's not really fair because I feel like you're lashing out at him. It's not his fault that everybody's saying that. And all I said was I just wanted him to make an appearance. And I said I didn't. And we somehow spent a 10 minute argument. You yelled about it. <laughs> you were just yelled. like, ah, oh, 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 Poor oh, Trent. Sorry, just guys. Hey, I had, to, I had to go put my laundry up. Did I miss anything? What are we talking about? <laughs> so we anyway, talking about, are we still talking about Ezra. <laughs> so anyway, we haven't even gotten to Ezra Miller yet. <laughs> oh, we were talking about Ezra Bridger, weren't we? Good God. All right. Anyway, Trent, what do you think about seeing these set photos of uh, the Batflick costume? Looks good. Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, oh I, the only thing I'll say is... Um, I feel like part of this rant is going to end up on Twitter. I know. We're, <laughs> we should just like label this uh, episode Derek just fighting with everyone. Um, I'm fighting with everyone. <laughs> You're fighting now. <laughs> about defend, not fighting, not fighting with, with anybody. He has Shut to defend up, his fighting. own podcast. Uh, no, the only thing I was going to say is I think that the set photos were a stunt double, but it is supposed to be Batflex still, and I think he's supposed to film his scenes beginning in September. And there was a comment made that he is a very substantial and emotional part of the movie. So he could be in it a little more than maybe we were thinking. Ben Affleck, that is. So I'm really hoping that they explain away if they are going flashpoint like they're talking. I really hope that we get some scene explaining why he's not going to be Batman anymore and possibly why Henry's not going to be Superman. The popular rumor is especially going back to that quote where he's an emotional part of the movie. A lot of people think that means he's probably going to die. That's very he's possible. Not gonna be, since he's not going to be in any future movies. So That's we'll very see. possible. Also with the flash movie, we've got a rumor. Let me pull this up here because this again is just a rumor. Where'd you go? Here we go. A uh, new, new rumor swirling around upcoming DC movie. The flash claims to know who the villain of the piece will be. And it is certainly an unexpected choice. Now, please be aware that this is just a rumor at this stage and has not been confirmed, but it is an interesting one. So here we are. The report claims that the villain of The Flash will be none other than The Flash with an evil alternate version of Barry Allen acting as the movie's main protagonist. Now, I'm really hoping that they're just misunderstanding what's going on, because if they are going Flashpoint, The Flash was kind of the villain of of Flashpoint because he's the one that uh, caused all the chaos. And uh, I'm hoping that that's what's actually happened. And then maybe we'll get reverse flash or zoom or black flash or any other evil version of the flash that we have available because to just make it an evil version of Barry seems really lazy when you've got all these other good characters to pull from. So uh, Trent, what do you think about the idea that we're going to be looking at an evil version of Barry instead of possibly 
a different speedster. Uh, I hope he doesn't choke anyone. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. That does seem kind of lazy. I'm not a Flash expert by any means, and but, I mean, I do feel like of all the characters you could put into this movie, just to make it a, a dark version of the hero seems kind of kind of goofy to me but maybe they don't want it maybe i still think they're making this all about the batmans so maybe they don't want to take any focus away from that and they just gonna are gonna make the villain just another another flash another version of flash just so who cares batman's in this come watch it (laughs) (laughs) hey nerds we got multiple (laughs) batman in here come watch the villain who gives a shit batman's in it come watch it it's ezra miller again we couldn't afford anyone else michael keaton's in it Ian, what about you? Do you uh, what? Do, what do you think about this idea that it is going to be an evil version of Barry Allen? I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> ridiculous. That's I ridiculous. think that you've got all these villains to choose from. You got Reverse Flash. What is it? Dark Flash. You got all these flashes. Flash Galore. Flash <laughs> Drive. Flash Gordon. You could you could go so many directions with this. Flash Thompson. No, you're going to go with Flash Barry Allen, the same guy that's the hero. What is he just gonna have darker hair, like a comb over? Is this it's gonna Spider-Man be like the emo? Yeah, it's gonna be emo yeah, Toby. This is ridiculous. And it, you know why you have to you throw cried? Michael Keaton? Oh, let's throw all these Batman in here. Oh, well, everybody's only gonna watch it for all the Batman. That's because the villain is the hero. Nobody cares. People would rather cares. go watch the Bad Batch. Just make a Batman movie. At this point. Please, please just make a Batman and... movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous, and I'm Would sorry. You... Like I want to like it, but it that's that's a stupid idea. Yeah, yeah, it is it is dumb. But we're gonna move on because we got to get through all these. We've got we haven't even gotten to our main topic yet for the night. Oh, Woo! Oh boy, I shouldn't have had <laughs> coffee. I got all all got all amped. Here we go. So we have a new live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in the works from screenwriter Colin Jost, and yes. SNL fans, it is that Colin Jost. He's writing it with his brother Casey. And according to Deadline, it will also be produced by Michael Bay. And uh, it sounds like it may be related to the previous two that they did, but not confirmed. And it is going to be separate from the Seth Seth Rogen CG uh, version of the Ninja Turtles that will be coming soon as well. So I'm all for more Turtles but I don't know if I want to have two different properties going at the same time, especially because I wasn't as big of a fan of the live action ones that they did. Well, the first live action one they did, I never got a chance to see the second one. Uh, So we'll see what's going on here. I do like Colin Jost. I think he's a very good writer. He's a head writer at SNL and I think he's very funny. So there's an opportunity there, but uh, Ian, what do you think about this uh, possible, another sequel to the live action turtles franchise? I mean, He's a thinker. Well, I, I like the original um, trilogy, but the third one obviously was very iffy. I like the originals. And iffy is really it, nice. Yeah, I was still <laughs> trying to be polite. I, I feel like, you know, we had to bring the tone back. So the remakes, like, um, I hated the first one. The second one was okay. So I just, I don't know how I feel about all this. Like, I, uh, I like. I like the idea, don't get me wrong, and then it's um Seth Rogen has something to do with it. Didn't you just say that? Well, that's he's doing a CGI reboot, and so they it sounds like this is gonna be something separate. 
Oh, so, okay. I thought that's what you were. I thought that was the same. I thought that was the same thing. Yeah. So it sounds like these are two different projects going on. Oh, then I have no idea what we're talking about. Then uh, I I haven't <laughs> heard this. I only know about the Seth Rogen. They're one. heroes in a half show. Um, Turtle power. Yeah. No, I'm. I know about Leonard them. I'm teaches saying, them to be fighting team. Yeah. I uh, get a grip. Um, I didn't. I didn't hear about this. You got Leonardo. I, I, I he's the leader that... in blue. He'll do anything oh that takes to get his ninjas through. <laughs> Donatello is a fellow with a wave with machines. Come on, Trent. We're not talking about that version, Derek. We're talking about the new ones. But yes, I love that version. <laughs> that version is my the favorite. Best, version. best turtle content out there. I've said it before. Sorry, right, continue. No, it's fine. Like I wasn't really going anywhere with that. Other than the fact that I thought I thought the Seth Rogen thing was related to what you were talking about. But if there's a separate thing, then then I don't know. I was the, the rant I was going on was I really like the turtles, uh, the cartoon, <laughs> like the characters. I like turtles. I like a little turtles um, in general. But like. The, the original trilogy was kind of my jam and then the remake so like i thought you were talking about them remaking it again and i'm like oh yeah kind of that sounds good you know i like seth rogan but then you were like oh yeah it's completely different i'm like well i have no idea what's going on with that <laughs> yeah it's, I, it's I, I knew that they were scrapping like the uh the new wave turtles like that last one that came out like, i knew they were scrapping any idea for a third one of that but I have no idea. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Like I said, with Michael Bay producing this, it could be related to that. The other two, because the other two oh, I did they confirm that they were not doing those anymore. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But anyway, we we we've been uh, just allowing Trent time to gather his thoughts because Trent, who's your favorite? Oh, uh, who's your favorite superhero team? Well, you all know the Ninja Turtles. I'm a jam. All right, turtle. I'm a Ninja Turtle guy, so yes, I have thoughts on this, and I'm give me any turtle content. Like I'm always excited. I say that, and I've never watched the current cartoon, but (laughs) so I'm kind of because the current cartoon is not good. (sighs) You know, it's probably not. I've not given it a chance. Raphael is the leader of the turtles. It's garbage. No, but you know, I thought the 2012 one looked kind of goofy when before it came out. Ended up being one of my favorite turtles of all time. So who knows? But. Anyway, back to the movies. Um, yes, I'm always excited for for new turtle content. I'm probably more excited for the Seth Rogen one at this point because I just I'm curious to see his take on it. And even though it's animated, you know, obviously there can be some great animated stuff out there. The animated TMNT movie was amazing, so I would I'm very excited to see his version. And I think isn't that the one that's going to Netflix? If I'm not mistaken, I think Netflix so. Yeah, is somehow involved. Uh, yeah, it is weird that they're developing two right around the same time. I don't know. It does seem like this is going to be a third one of the Michael Bay uh, version from a few years back, which I don't know if that's the best move or not, because even though two actually was pretty good, Derek, you should go watch it. It was, it was much better than the first one. Um, it, I don't think it did very well. So I don't know why they would try and make a third one in that series. And even though I'm going to sound biased too, I really like the Michael Bay ones. Uh, they're not, they're far from perfect and they don't even touch the original movie, but they're still enjoyable for turtle fans. Um, yeah. I don't know if I, if I endorse doing a third one of that or not, or just maybe starting over, but either way I'm here for it. I don't, I don't hate Michael Bay the way everyone else seems to, but I, I don't understand why he's the go-to guy when it comes to the Ninja Turtle movies. Like there's plenty of producers out there. Go get someone else, anyone else. Like I don't get it. But. There's plenty of great producers out there, very successful producers. 
Yeah, and again, I don't I don't want to sit here and hate on Michael Bay because he does he does have some good movies, but uh yeah, I don't I don't get why he's always involved when it comes to Ninja Turtles these days. Well, I don't, did yeah. Platinum Dunes get the rights to live action turtles, maybe? Because that's maybe so. Maybe, maybe that's, that's why, why he's always involved. But Colin Jost, you know, I don't you know, he's okay on SNL. I don't really know that he's really written any movies, but he's a writer on SNL, so he's got some chops and uh his uh, wife's about to make a lot of money so you know he's probably got a lot of free time to write ninja turtle scripts yeah we'll be talking a lot about his wife after our break here in just a couple of minutes <laughs> i'm very excited to dive into that all right so his wife on. or the news story <laughs> oh, jesus the news story <laughs> doesn't matter my wife doesn't listen to this i can say whatever i want she she would never know Sorry, she, she knows her head out that door. What, honey? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking you? about? You talking about Scarlett Johansson again? No, nope, nope. No. I w- wouldn't dream of it. All right, Amazon is doing their quote-unquote Lord of the Rings series, which I hate that they keep calling it a Lord of the Rings series. Thank you. It, it bugs me to no end, and I know that seems like an uber nerd. Like I just need to push my glasses up. Um, actually, no. It's real, the real second age. Know. The real ones know. All right, so uh, this is the release that they put out. Amazon has given us a release date and our first picture, and the f- first picture is amazing for anybody that's read any kind of uh, Tolkien. Uh, I- I'm so excited for this. But the press release says, the journey began... Let me try again. The journey begins September 2nd, 2022, with the premiere of our original Lord of the Rings series on Prime Video, said Jennifer Salk, head of Amazon Studios. I can't express enough just how excited we all are to take our global audience on a new and epic journey through middle earth. Our talented producers, cast, creative and production teams have worked tirelessly in New Zealand to bring this untold and awe-inspiring vision to life. So like I said, we're getting this September of next year. So a little over a year away, I have been a little iffy on the idea of this, this TV show, because I feel like, you know, you guys know my opinion on the Hobbit. The Hobbit's my favorite book. I love The Lord of the Rings. I'm a big fan of Tolkien in general, and I feel like when they go off of the source material, it gets a little dicey for me. But seeing this first picture and and the idea of what they're going to be talking about has actually really got me excited. I, uh, I, I'm i very, very interested in what they're going to do. I may actually finish reading The Silmarillion because I've yet to do that because it's a really, really difficult book to read. So I think I might get the audio book and let someone else read it to me <laughs> while I just drool into the carpet trying to comprehend what's going on. So Ian, did you get a chance to see this picture and are you excited at all for this show? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> didn't get to see the picture. It's not an overly exciting picture. You shut your mouth. No. No, I do. Very exciting picture. It it is, but if you're not big into <laughs> Tolkien, it doesn't it it won't do much for you. Are you excited at all for this show? No. no I'm <laughs> uh I, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I was doing a little Robin Gibb there. Um I do, I really haven't seen the picture. I don't really I haven't really heard other than what you guys have told me like in the group chat and now like what we're talking about. I uh I haven't heard anything about it. I don't yeah, I, I would say I'm excited because I, I like that universe. I mean, I, I haven't read the books like you have. I did read some of the first Hobbit book that somebody let me borrow about 10 to 15 years ago uh, that I still have in my possession. And that person is in this chat right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> so sorry about that, buddy. Um, but yeah, it's not my um, only copy of the book. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, OK. Nice. But why did you engrave your name in it? Like, 
It is my favorite copy that I have. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, so, with that being said... Um, Why would I you lend like... him your favorite copy? Because <laughs> at the time, I was his favorite person, Trent. Why would you wear your favorite shirt on B&E? Wear your second favorite <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Sorry. Why would your buddy be in the shower with you? <laughs> God dang it. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Come on, man. You set me up for that one. <laughs> I was doing Dane Cook. Yeah, you were. I'm go do a B and E. <laughs> this is my favorite shirt. <laughs> Why would you wear your favorite shirt? This is a B and E. <laughs> wear your second favorite shirt. Uh, anyway, and continue. Just want to kick in the door and not take anything. Just leave. <laughs> Just no, don't continue. I want to. I want to jump in on this one. Don't discontinue. <laughs> Please. I was dying nope. to talk about this one. I'm sorry. This and the but, Turtles but, one is no, like... No, he, he wasn't saying eye. continue past the conversation. He was telling me to continue with my thought. No, I'm saying discontinue because I want to jump in. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I am so stoked for this. I this picture... Oh, you don't want me to finish my thought. Okay, no, go ahead. exactly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. I have to get all this out because this was the one I was most excited to talk about. Because I'm a huge Lord of the Rings slash Tolkien fan. And, Derek, speaking of super nerds, you'll look in that text and say that I referred to it as the Middle Earth show because it is not a Lord of the Rings it's show. It's not a Lord it's of the Rings show. You know what? No, this is not okay. Because when <laughs> I'm excited about something, you guys make me go last. And you always cut me off. So maybe I want to talk about the Lord <laughs> of the Rings. No, go ahead. Um, so this image is absolutely gorgeous first of all uh so much intrigue surrounding one one picture i i poured over it Trent, that's a picture of me that you're holding right uh, <laughs> can we I, talk about first, what's in the in the very first, background of this picture i'm getting to that i'm getting can we to please that. i'm so excited i didn't notice it when i first looked at it and then i look every time i look at this picture i see something new i'm so see, excited. i i it's gonna sound like i'm patting myself on the back and I probably am a little bit, but I did. I noticed it. I noticed it before Twitter started pointing it out and everything. I was just, I, like I said, I scoured over every inch of this picture, and I noticed the two trees in the background, which to anyone Tolkien lovers at all, you know. So let me back up for a second. So it's been widely speculated, and Derek, I'm sure you know this too, that the show is going to cover the second age mm-hmm. because they don't have rights to anything in the first age. They don't have rights to the Silmarillion, any of that stuff. So what do they do? They drop this picture on us, which is smack dab from the first age, actually before the first age, if you want to get technical about it, in the year of trees or whatever you want to call it. And so now we're all left wondering, like, it's like what the is second this show? chapter of the Cimarelli. Yeah, <laughs> like it's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, the popular theory out there, of course, is that, oh, well, the show is probably just going to start with a, a big, long, like, prologue flashback sequence, kind of like the Peter Jackson movies did, which is fine. And that's probably mm-hmm. true. But the fact that they even get to do this and show this is just awesome. I'm so excited. I think th- this, the trees look magnificent. The city, which people are saying is probably Tyrion. I hope I'm saying that right. Or Tyrion. Yeah. Uh, I thought maybe it was Valmar. Uh, I guess it could be either or, but people more knowledgeable than me were saying it probably Tyrion. either way there's been a lot of guesses that this person in the front could be galadriel because she was around in this part during this time uh i don't know i'm just my heart skipped a beat when i saw this image i'm so excited um i do think the majority of the show probably will still be from the second age and it'll probably be a lot of made-up stuff so you know that's probably why you're a little uneasy about it Derek. which i can understand um but just well, the second the age is just so long well, and I mean, we're talking to like a, about a, it either. like over a three thousand year period. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of source material on it. So, no, there's not. Um, 
And apparently there's a uh, there's a lot of people out there that's kind of uh, upset about that and wants this show to fail, which I didn't know that until I started digging into Twitter this week when this image dropped. But I've been excited about this show forever. It seems like it's been in the works forever. Uh, I am not one of those people that wants the show to fail. I'm excited to see it. Uh, and even though it's still a year away, at least we have a concrete, uh, you know, premiere date and it's actually like real. It's actually happening now. So. Derek, go ahead. I, I, I burst out all I wanted to say off the top. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is I, I'm excited for this so long as we don't have a really cartoony and inappropriate barrel chase. Slash you had to go there. Scene. I was happy. I was excited. The last time that fun. they, the last you time have to that take these me back to a dark night. Something, the last time these people added something to a Tolkien property. Not these people. This isn't Peter Jackson. It is the same company. Amazon? Same amount of people. I'm telling you. Amazon didn't make the movies. No, they did not. But I guarantee you it's the same crew. They're filming at New Zealand. It's the same people. And the whole earth should be because they know what they're doing. No, in all honesty, I'm looking really forward to this. I I am a little nervous about what they're going to do. But at the same time, since there's not a lot of source material, it's not like they can go away from it. So we say they can't F up what they can't. can't, uh, I mean, they could screw things up, but I, I doubt that they will. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to some new actors playing, uh, you know, Elrond and Galadriel, and possibly seeing some of new- Numenor, which would be amazing. I and see a uh, lot of Numenor. Yeah. I, I, so I am I am looking forward to it. And that picture did give me all the feels to the point where um, the other day I, after looking at that picture on Tuesday, no Wednesday morning, I went out on my back porch and I took my very long Hobbit pipe that I got for Father's Day a couple of years ago. <laughs> And uh, and I sat out on the back porch drinking coffee and smoking a pipe, and I was very happy. While my kids ran around asking me to blow smoke rings, and I don't know how to do that. So, Ian's looking at me like I'm crazy. It was tobacco in the pipe, for anybody that is concerned. Mm-hmm. We live in Indiana, and I don't do that stuff. Shame on you all, sinners. All right, Ian, do you have anything else to say? I know you didn't. Are, are after us talking about it, does that make you any more interested or not? You sure you don't want to? I, I'm done. I'm done. We've got a lot more to cover. No, I'm good. We can move on. All right. Last thing we need to talk about before we uh, before we take our break is unfortunately, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but it is unfortunately the Bad Batch. And the reason I say unfortunately is because according to our analytics, nobody cares about the Bad Batch. Bad Batch is getting Not a true. season two. Hooray. Huzzah. If they um, can fix the problems of this first season, it can be good. I am not hopeful. I, I think this season should have been eight episodes long. Um, it's becoming a chore to watch, unfortunately. And uh, I didn't hate this last episode, so maybe they'll maybe they'll finish the season strong, and it'll uh, I'll be more excited next week. So we shall see what happens. Uh, Ian, I know you haven't gotten to watch these uh, these last couple of episodes, but are you excited that we're going to get more Bad Batch? No. <laughs> No, I'm not. That's fair. Trent? Well, you know I'm excited because I, uh, I'm i enjoying the Bad Batch, and I've thought for quite a while now, since probably the first few episodes, that it's clear they were going to make this a multi-season thing. Uh, you know, I agree this season one has been uneven, to put it mildly, but it when it's been good, it's been really good. That's and true. And we, we all know that, or well, I guess Derek and I know, but Ian will hopefully soon know that the Clone Wars and Rebels both 
took a while to get going. Their their season. I was gonna say were, I've watched uh, shows that the first season was mediocre, and then the, then they took off after that. Exactly, so and I, yeah, I can give you that. Their their first seasons were both very uneven, and and it took a, a little bit before they actually got really good. So I have total faith that the same thing will happen with the Bad Batch. So. And I'll That's leave the rest true. of my thoughts for our episode reviews later on. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more on the Bad Batch next week. We'll uh, we'll finish out the season strong. Hopefully, the end of this last week's episode. Last week's episode made me uh, think that these last two episodes are gonna gonna pull the season together. So we'll see how it goes. But for right now, we're going to take a quick break, and we are going to listen to a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we are going to be talking about Scarlett Johansson v Disney. There is a lot to unpack. So we will see you back here in just a minute. Hey everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for sitting through that sponsor break. Now I know that we've been talking a lot of news tonight, but we do have one big piece of news that will be our main topic for the evening. It is the piece of news that has taken the internet by storm over the last uh, week and a half. Now, actually the last week, this, this, came out last uh, last thursday so as i'm sure most of you are aware scarlett johansson filed suit against disney on july 29th for a breach of contract now i'm going to read a little something here from um oh gosh who is this this is from cnn uh says that uh, this is a quote to maximize these receipts this is talking about the fact that scarlett johansson being a producer of the movie part of her contract was that she was going to get a pretty sizable amount of money off of the box office take from black widow. And this is what it says in the, uh, in the suit to maximize these receipts and thereby protect her financial interests. Miss Johansson extracted a promise from Marvel that the release of the picture would be a theatrical release as Miss Johansson, Disney, Marvel, and most everyone else in Hollywood knows a theatrical release is a release that is exclusive to movie theaters Disney was well aware of this promise, but nonetheless directed Marvel to violate its pledge and instead release the picture on Disney Plus streaming service the very same day it was released in movie theaters. Now, this is something that Disney's been talking about doing for a while. We saw Warner Brothers make the same decision last year with COVID. They were trying to get theater uh, movies out into theaters. They weren't able to do it, and so they needed to get these movies out to start getting some kind of a cash flow back into the company. That's all understood. Disney was in a hard place and decided that they wanted to go ahead and 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 try and get this movie out. They pushed it for so long. But the problem is, is by putting it on to Disney Plus and not exclusively into a theater that breached the contract with Scarlett Johansson. Excuse me. So that is what the original suit was about. The fact that Scarlett Johansson signed this contract in 2017, by the way, that's going to be important. She signed this contract in 2017 that she was going to make this movie. She was going to be paid a specific amount for acting and for producing. And then also she was going to get another sum based off of how much money the movie made in its box office on the release, which is a very normal thing that happens a lot, especially for, for actors that are also producers and Disney, by putting it out day and date on Disney Plus, breached that contract. And so this lawsuit is happening. So I, I think it's very important to get these details set first. The fact that that contract was signed in 2017 and that it was well understood by all parties involved that this was to be a theatrical release. And by putting it on Disney Plus is why it is a breach of contract. Um, 
so before we go any farther, Trent, Ian, when we first heard about this, what was your initial response to the idea that, okay, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney? Uh, whichever one you want to jump in, go for it. Good, Trent. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I know, I know Trent has anyway. thoughts. Well, just if we're just going on what you just read so far, because I mean, obviously there's more to it that I'm sure we'll get into in a second. But just going off that alone, my initial thought was, you know, you broke the contract. Like you made a contract with her. It should be cut and dry. You owe her this money. I mean, that's where I started out with things. You know, it gets worse as the more information came out. But I mean, right off the right out the the bat, it's just like you mean you broke you went back on the contract and you did this and now you're not making it right with her. So she's suing you. It's like, it seems pretty straightforward to me. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Same difference, man. Like initially, like obviously as soon as I hear about it, I'm like, it's the headline. So I'm like, Holy shit. That's crazy. Why would she be doing that? And then I read into it more. And I'm like, okay. I, I mean, mean, that's it. Right. <laughs> pretty cut and dry. Like, Hey, here's the deal this all right cool and then you do that so well that's two different things like what do you think is going to happen like you you thought she was just going to be like oh okay and then like so if you make a deal like trent said and it's like okay so the deal is this is going to hit theaters and you will get a certain percentage based off of how it does in theaters so so the final grossing amount is going to dictate how much you make off of it and you make less because you the company tells you know disney plus oh yeah you can go and stream it on there and it makes it makes a pretty good chunk of it because it's like what like 30 dollars a rent it anyway which i thought was it made like what first of all it made made 60 it made 60 million that first week but the problem with that that's ridiculous that's ridiculous that's 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 first of all no why are people paying 30 dollars for this just go to the theater and watch it um (laughs) Well, okay, I get like people with families, it's gonna cost a lot more than that. I get that. Right. Um, that's not a real rant. My real rant here is you had one job. Do exactly what you said you were gonna do. If you knew that you were gonna like try to release it and do this, you should reach out and try to renegotiate a new contract. Now, obviously, she was probably gonna say no, so that's why you don't do that. Because why would she agree to that? In all honesty, you agree to give her some sort of profit from okay, so whatever it grosses. All together, even if Disney Plus makes this, we're going to give you this percentage. So yeah, you, you could have finagled that. And you could have tried to get her on board, but no, no, they didn't do that. They went straight for the throat and was just like, no, we're just going to do this. And then they're like making her seem like the bad guy over yeah, the that's Yeah, that's the next point and we're going to get like, to. Well, I'm sorry. She's made a mod. It's like, what, 20 million off these already? It's like, okay, that's not the point. The point is you made a deal. And when she made that 20 million altogether from all the other movies, you already knew that she made that. So if you knew that she made that and thought she was already being paid and rewarded handsomely, why did you make that deal with her in the first place? So no, Disney, nobody is siding with you on that. Everybody's on her side because like there's nothing you can say to justify being a cock sandwich about this. Like there's nothing you can say that justifies this. Yeah. To to jump in real quick on a couple of things that you said. Number one. Um, Scarlett Johansson's attorneys have come out and said that they had tried on multiple occasions before they filed this lawsuit to get Disney to come to the table and work out a new agreement. 
They tried on multiple. They, I think they said at least three different occasions before they dropped this lawsuit that they tried to get Disney to come and and mediate this and get it worked out so that everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. And they refused to do it. So Scarlett Johansson, I have a feeling, would have been perfectly fine. Because if you guys remember, when Warner Brothers made the incredibly bonehead move to put all of their movies on HBO Max throughout 2021, they did that without talking to any of the other production company partners. They did it without talking to any of the creatives, any of the talent. They did that all on their own. And then everything blew up in their face. The only movie that they didn't do that with was Wonder Woman 84. And they did go and say, all right, both of you are supposed to get points on the back end of this. We're going to assume this movie would have made a billion dollars and we'll pay you as if it was going to make a billion dollars. They came to an agreement and that's what they did. Disney didn't do that. They just went ahead and said, screw it. We're going to put it on Disney Plus. We're going to say that it's because of COVID. And we're just going to hope for the best. Like Ian said, I don't know a lot of people that are on Disney side, at least people that know what's going on. I have heard a lot of hate towards Scarlett Johansson, and that's because of this. We're going to go on to something else that Ian just said, and that is Disney put out possibly the worst PR like press release I have ever seen. The most hateful, ridiculous, unprofessional release I've ever seen from a major company. And it's shameful that Disney put this out because this is what they did. This is what they said. I'm going to get fired up about this a little bit. (laughs) This is from Variety. The Walt Disney Company clapped back at Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson slamming the actress's breach and contract lawsuit for showing, quote, callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is what they said. There is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, They went on to state that she had already made Uh, Here we go. Here's the actual quote. The release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. So, (laughs) I, I, oh, not but didn't, only didn't they make that, but didn't they make that deal? Like they made, they signed this contract in 2017. This has nothing to do with COVID. This has to do with Bob Chapek, the new CEO of Disney, wanting to put in his rules where he is he is alienating everybody. There is a massive civil war going on at the Walt Disney Company right now because of this guy, and and they put out this ridiculous statement where they they are trying to paint a person who signed a contract with this company who has now been screwed out of that contract where they breached the contract. They're trying to, they're trying to hide between behind COVID-19, which is ridiculous. They're trying to hide behind it and they're failing. Nobody's buying this nonsense. And, trying to and then blame they her put out, it. and then they put out the amount of money she's made so far. They made yeah. public record her salary from this movie and how much she has made in order to try and make her look like an elitist rich whiny celebrity when in all honesty this is disney's fault this is disney's doing they have breached their contract and a contract is a contract i don't care if it was between me and you that you're gonna mow my lard my my yard for 15 dollars mow your lard mow your lard for $15. you're gonna mow my yard for 15 dollars <laughs> or scarlett johansson is gonna gonna star in this movie and produce it and make five points off of the back end of the box here's the thing it doesn't matter what the contract is a contract is a contract it doesn't matter she could have made two billion dollars off of this movie they still breached her contract and the fact that they put out that ridiculous 
disgusting, despicable, unprofessional press release has me so ashamed to be a Disney fan right now. But here's the thing. And the thing is, if, if, if this is true and they think this like, Oh, well, yeah, how dare her there's COVID going on. And well, first of all, it's, it's not currently like as bad as like we're opening back up. So if they're going to say, if you're scared and you want to stay home, we completely respect that. That's why we released on Disney. That's horseshit. Because then why didn't you pull it from the theaters? Why didn't you only exclusively release it on Disney plus, you know why? Because they couldn't do that because they knew they were under contract. And they had to release it in theaters. So, like I said, if you're going to hide behind that and say, I'm sorry, but, you know, with COVID, some people just want to stay home and watch it. Then you need to pull her and her people or whoever you got to talk to aside and say, look, I know we had a deal. But is there any way we can renegotiate this? Because what's happening is there's a pandemic going on. And when we signed this contract, we didn't know this was going to happen. We're not trying to loophole you here. But at the same time, is there any way we can come to a mutual understanding for those who don't want to go to the theater? No, they didn't do that. They blindsided her and did what the hell they wanted to do and didn't even attempt to, to fix the situation. Uh, before it even started they were just like ah, if it breaks it breaks and that's just ridiculous it's horseshit and i don't understand like how they're gonna sit there and like try to blame her for it and like you said that's very classless to be like oh well she's already made this it doesn't matter she made that because that's what she was earned she earned that money who cares mm-hmm. if she's mad like oh well she's just being spoiled how is she being how and it's, and it's 100%. you agreed to pay her that it was 100 just to make her, her look bad because the only arguments I'm seeing, the only people that are on Disney side right now aren't really on Disney side, like in comments and things. They're all people saying, oh, well, she made $20 million. She doesn't need any more money. It's people that have no idea how contracts it's work. It's not apparently. about the money. It has it nothing has... to do with the money. And that's the whole reason why Disney put that money, that that number out. It was distra- to distract against the fact that they breached a contract to try and sway public opinion against Scarlett Johansson to make her seem less likable. Go ahead, Trent. Well, yeah, it has nothing to do with the money whatsoever. I think the knee-jerk reaction when it first broke was what you said. Oh, this rich celebrity's complaining and suing Disney because she's not rich enough. Like, no, that has nothing to do with the money. It has nothing to do with COVID. Here's what probably should have happened. A couple different things. One, they should have just released it in theaters. Like, they delayed it. I know they were worried about COVID. They delayed it multiple times. It ended up getting pushed back over a year. They finally wanted to release it. But here's what's confusing me. They're not doing that with Shang-Chi, and that's less than two months later. Mm -hmm. So why is it such a big deal? Like, why are they so worried about COVID for this movie? Like, yeah, obviously COVID's still around. That's uh, another topic for another day. But like like Ian said, theaters were opening back up. We've talked about the movies we've reviewed this year. Like, even going back to, like, Godzilla versus Kong. They're making money. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're well, not making Marvel money. Look how much Fast and Furious made. Fast and Furious made a ton of money. Um, all the movies we've talked about this summer, they're making money, even though COVID's still a thing. So it's like they should have just stuck with their guns, which we haven't even mentioned his name yet, but our boy Kevin Feige was really pushing for them to do. That's you upset Kevin Feige, you upset me. <laughs> but anyway, he was really pushing for them to just do that. So, hey, they should have just stuck with their guns and done that. If they were worried about losing money and they wanted to recoup from the Disney Plus side of things, then yeah, the obvious thing to do is to go make it right. You don't just go behind Scarlett Johansson's back. You go and be like, hey, we're changing things up. We decided we're going to do it on Disney Plus, and then you and Ian have already talked about it. Maybe we can renegotiate and you could get a percentage of this, this, and this instead of just keeping it, knowing good and well that the contract says theatrical only. And, you know, 
I don't know. I'm tripping over my words here, but um, there were many, many wrong turns here by Disney. And, you know, I know we gush about how much we love Marvel on this show and we're big Marvel shills, but let's take a second here to differentiate Disney from Marvel. We love Marvel. We love Kevin Feige. I have no love for the, uh, the, the man, the corporate conglomerate that is Disney. Like they happen to own Marvel. Yeah. But like screw Disney. <laughs> well, I'm going to, we're going to keep going. We're going to, we're going to go on with this, Kevin, because it, 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 it's, it's deeper than people realize there, there really is. I'm not kidding. There's like a civil war brewing at Disney right now. And, uh, and a lot of it, this, this is just the boiling point because not only is Scarlett Johansson suing Emma Stone is now uh, talking with her representatives and her lawyers to see whether or not she needs to take legal action because of Cruella, because she, the same thing happened to her. And, um, and it, it all stems back to Bob Chapek, but we'll get there. Let's talk Kevin Feige before we go farther. Um, all right. So <clears throat> a, a, a person that is very close to, um, to the situation, uh, a former Hollywood reporter article or a, f- a former Hollywood reporter editor um, who is in the know on a lot of things, got a lot of connections in, in, in Hollywood. The reason I'm talking about this is to let you know that this isn't just, oh, somebody said that Kevin Feige was upset. This is somebody that actually has a reason to know what's going on over there. It says uh, Feige is a company man and prone to company showdown and not prone to company showdowns or shouting matches. But I'm told he is angry and embarrassed. He lobbied Disney against the day and date plan for Black Widow, preferring the big screen exclusivity and not wanting to upset his talent. And he also, um, it says, furthermore, the report says that the shit hit the fan. The movie started tanking and Johansson's team threatened litigation. And Feige tried to get Disney to, quote, make this right with her. So not only did you have Scarlett Johansson entire Scarlett Johansson's entire team of agents and lawyers trying to get Disney to make this right, you also have Kevin Feige, the man that is arguably the golden goose, the like, architect, the of all the, of this the man that is that has made Marvel what it is, that has made Disney so many billions of dollars. They the the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe has an average box office of one billion dollars. That is who Kevin Feige is. That's what he's brought to Disney. And they are now alienating him because, again, I'm going to keep bringing up this name for anybody. A little context here. Bob Iger has been the CEO of Disney for the last 20 years. Bob Bob Iger is the reason that Disney is the number one company in the world right now. He's the reason why they own Lucasfilm, Marvel, and Fox now. He has spent his entire career with Disney building up relationships with other studios making sure that the creators and the heads of the companies that they own are able to do what they think is right with their movies and making sure that Disney runs smoothly. He obviously he's an older man figured that he it's time for him to step down. He chose his replacement, this, this uh, new CEO named Bob Chapek. He was the head of Disney parks, brought him in and Bob Chapek immediately, like you do when you have a new boss, started changing things around. But unfortunately, he started changing things for the worse. The, the head of the, of, the, of the studios, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Pixar, and, and Fox, you know, 20th Century Studios now, they no longer are allowed to decide what happens with their movies. That's one of the first things Bob Chapek did. He got rid of Kevin Feige's ability to decide where his movies go, whether it's a theater to, or to Disney+. Plus. And instead, he installed one of his friends to be in charge of all distribution. And guess what? He's not even a film guy. He's a banker. He's a he's a freaking lifelong friend of Bob Chapek. And he gave him this job 
to decide where all these movies are going to go. And he has no idea what he's doing. So this guy is now in charge of what happens to Marvel movies instead of Kevin Feige. And so because of that, now we have Kevin Feige who has built this incredible juggernaut of an entertainment franchise is now angry and embarrassed because of what happened at Disney, because he begged them, stop doing this. Do not put it on Disney plus. You're going to make the talent mad. You're going to lose money and you're screwing up my plans with what I got going on here. And so like Trent said, now we got Kevin Feige angry. He's upset. And it's just, it's really, really, really frustrating. And I know I'm ranting and I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm really very, very passionate about this. It's insanity. It's really, really, I, I just, I cannot, I cannot wrap my brain around what's going on at Disney right now. Well, why would you, why would you anger, why would you alienate the guy that's making you the most money? Well, not only that, but like you're alienating Kevin Feige, who's making you all this money. You're alienating and you're just, you're screwing over not just a star of one of your franchises, but Scarlett Johansson's been there since the beginning. She mm-hmm. first showed up in Iron Man 2. Like she's been there forever. She is your bankable star. You don't make Black Widow without her, pretty mm-hmm. much. And I just don't understand the the thought process in this because now you fast forward to where we are now and it's blown up in everyone's faces and Disney looks like the total villain that they are. I just don't understand why like they had to have known that it would have that it would have gotten to this point. Like it's such bad press for Disney. For all, I mean, I'm sure they can recover from it. They're Disney, but you know what I mean. Like it just it that's leaves the a bad... sad part. But that's 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 the sad part because I think maybe they were banking on the fact that people were going to still watch their shit, and they're just like, oh, people are going to well, keep paying money because they love this content so much, so we can do whatever we want. And that's a terrible way true. to think about something. And I get that it's a business, but that doesn't mean that you should screw over somebody that's been loyal to you from day one like that. Yeah, for don't 11 years or something. Yeah, don't promise her something and be like, we would never do this. And this is somebody like you trust because you've worked for this company for so long. And you've, you've had this character who I, I personally feel like has become a fan favorite for everybody. And mm-hmm. well, sure. now you're like, you're trying to scrutinize and like alienate her from things and like make her seem like the bad guy about the whole thing and be like, turn people oh, against can, her. Yeah. Can you believe that this girl wants us to honor her contract and pay her all this money that we promised her? I mean, four years she's ago, already got this money. So why does she need more? But like, she's already rich enough. It's like, okay, so you guys are rich enough, but yet you went ahead and released this on Disney Plus. Yeah. And not only that, so, it's, I, and I think what you brought up, I think that this is 100% Disney being like, what are you going to do? We're going to yeah, do what, what we want to do. do. What, what are you going to do, do about it? And well, thank God Scarlett Johansson's got lawyers with her that said, no, you need to do something about this. Because I think this is going to be a major, major cascading effect, not just at Disney. We're, we're, we've already seen everything that's going on at Warner Brothers right now over the last year with everything, especially with like Platinum Dunes or not Platinum Dunes. I apologize. Uh, um, oh, gosh. Uh, who's doing Dune? The uh, the company, the the production company that's doing Dune with Warner Brothers. I honestly couldn't. Oh my god! Legendary. I can't the name. Either way, another. There's another production. Legendary. Company. Uh, legendary. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, Legendary threatened to sue Warner Brothers because they did this exact same thing. They breached their contract and they didn't get their permission first. They didn't talk to them about it, and so I'm so glad that a an actor is the one that has started this because now not only that we've got Emma Stone what about Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt 
were they were they talked to emily, were they dis- was it discussed with them before I, jungle cruise I, went i read uh, i don't know the full details i don't have the story but i read that emily blunt was one of the ones considering it but i read that the that the Dwayne Dwayne the rock johnson is not because he i guess I, again i didn't read the story but he had it all hammered out to like the last detail as far as how it was going to work so they treated Dwayne johnson appropriately apparently yeah you notice how they of- treated treated Dwayne johnson appropriately but who did they not scarlett johansson well, here's what Emily but Blunt here's the thing and emma stone is there something connecting those three people i, I understand to say something what about you're that. saying i understand what you're saying but and not to like to defend like the rock here but at the same time to defend the Dwayne, um he's very thorough when it comes to his contracts and even like when it came to um even, even when it came to like him being in the ring wrestling he was very thorough about going over every aspect and he would have like scripts and everything written out for his matches and they would they, he would go over stuff and like go over everything so his uh his his everybody his lawyers and everything he has and everybody that looks over the stuff he's very thorough about stuff so i could see him like staying on his uh on his game being on his p's and q's and putting in these contracts like hey if we're doing this we gotta do this if not you're gonna do that and i won't sign and i i'm not saying that's what but happened don't you think i wasn't sitting in a room leaning over being like oh Dwayne, I, you're not gonna sign that are you i agree so, with all of that and i'm sure that's probably factual but don't you think that scarlett johansson's team probably was trying to do that too like what's no you know what I mean? because if you already think that you're you're embedded with this company for what did you say 11 years derek yeah, the, do you really feel like you should have to do all that? Well, well I think that they, well, that's the other like part. Right? Feel, in, but, but the reason why is because you know Dwayne Johnson didn't sign that contract for Jungle Cruise all the way back in 2017. I think that that contract was signed in 2019, and so the that Disney Plus was already up and running in 2017. Disney Plus wasn't even around yet, so well, there would have been no reason the for them line, to go over it. And then, right. And the bottom line to this is like Disney might have shot themselves in the foot with this whole thing because if Disney, if 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 the if the courts side with Scarlett Johansson, they will. She's gonna get so much more now. Mm-hmm. They it won't but, matter. They're gonna settle out of court. This won't go to court. She's oh, I, she's gonna I, I get her money. She'll get yeah. her money. And then but the problem gonna, is, is probably this, and some. The problem is, is this is a big blight on Disney. Like it really is. I know that there are a lot of idiots online that don't understand contracts and that are just jealous that somebody's making a lot of money and they think that you know people shouldn't be rich and those are the ones that are complaining about Scarlett Johansson. But here's the problem: but the people like that actually said, understand what's going on, no one is siding with Disney. This is a no, bad. But nobody's look for gonna. Nobody's gonna cut them off. Nobody's gonna do anything about it because if you look back, this goes back to the origin of Walt Disney himself. He was a terrible person. Yeah, he that's was a true. terrible person, and nobody stopped watching Disney movies. <laughs> Nobody's you know gonna why? stop watching them because they're amazing. But they're, they're gonna, gonna own everything. Talent. I don't know. That, I don't know if they are because there's gonna be so much money attached to this. And I get what you're about to say. Yeah, but after this, but a, do you think they're gonna keep pulling something like this? Like after after, so I could see them continuing to do something like this if nobody stood up to them. But the fact that Scarlett Johansson has stood up to them about this and now they're going to have to settle outside of court, like you said, more than likely, and she's going to get her money and then some. Do you think they're going to keep pulling this shit over and over with bigger name people? I don't think they will. I think they will. As long as Bob Chapek is there, I think they're going to. I think that man is poisoned to Disney. And at some point, they're probably going to cut him loose because he's going to be costing them money. I hope they do because Bob Iger is still the chairman of the board. And so I'm hoping that they, that they do away with this. Trent, I know you had something to say. Hold that thought for just one second. I wanted to get one more. The, the one thing that I was going to say, uh, Ian, to, go, to, to talk about your point there, 
yeah. is that the problem this is going to cause isn't necessarily for Disney. It's going to be for people like Marvel and Lucasfilm because Kevin Feige is a, is a, is a producer and the head of a company or a head of a studio that has great rapport with his talent, with his actors and his directors. And if he goes to, let's say, uh, say he goes to Robert Downey Jr. is trying to convince him to come back as Iron Man for one last thing. And he says, you know what? This is how much we're going to pay you. Is Robert Downey Jr. going to be more apt to do that? Or is he going to think, yeah, but you weren't able to stop this from happening to Scarlet. You weren't able to ha- stop this right. from happening. So it's, right. it's hurting his rapport, even though he's done nothing wrong. It's hurting his rapport with his actors. So that's that's what I was well, going to say. Could, it's not necessarily Disney that's going to suffer. It's going to be the smaller companies within it. Go ahead. Well, and it can hurt. It can hurt just the Marvel content as a whole because I think. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of great things about the MCU, but one of the best things about it is the fact that they keep getting these actors to come back, even for small scenes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes the universe so great and the movies so awesome is how connected everything is. When like you know peggy carter shows up for a scene or even like michael douglas or just you know all these big actors that show up for tiny little parts just to make it all feel more connected you're risking that too because this talent they're not going to want to come show up for like a full movie let alone a cameo you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like i think you're hurting that too in the long run but uh the the one thing i was going to say and i was just going to kind of sum up my thoughts i don't know if you had more that you were going to add Derek. but the the sad thing kind of to me and this isn't even really a dollars and cents kind of thing, but it's like, so, you know, you all touched on it. It's going to settle out of court. Scar is going to make her money. Disney's going to keep chugging along. You know, we, we all know this is going to happen. Both sides are going to win, so to speak, but it just kind of sucks that it happens with this movie at this moment, because like, I feel like of all characters, black widow was the one for years that people wanted to see a movie get made. And, you know, we all agree when we did our review, they probably should have made the movie years ago. That's beside the point. But they finally make this movie. You know, it's only the second female-led movie, third if you count Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it just kind of it kind of tainted in a way. Like, it was kind of a big moment to have Black Widow get her own movie finally after all this time and after all the clamoring for it. And then it finally comes out, and then I feel like this is just like a big stain on it now. Yeah, and you brought up one other thing with why isn't Shang-Chi being put through this? Again, I know I kind of brought up the idea that the reason why the three people that are threatening litigation are all women, there's a reason for that. Um, The reason why Black Widow, it took so long for them to make Black Widow is because they were afraid that a female-led superhero movie wasn't going to do well. I didn't want to go there, but yeah. The reason, the, the exact reason why has been hinted at, it hasn't been officially, there have been people inside Disney saying that Bob Chapek was quoted as saying, this movie is not going to make as much money. We might as well put it on Disney plus because I, mean, it was I a, didn't want know. to outright go there, but that was circling in my mind as we were talking about all this as well. well I'm and thinking I mean, like they probably don't have the faith in this movie for those reasons. That yeah, they probably do a lot of other movies. So they probably don't, I don't want to say they don't care about it, but you know, they're not going to treat it with the care that they would treat a, an Iron Man or a Thor type of movie. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not surprised at that. Unfortunately. There is one one bright shining spot to this that I'm happy about. So, you know, I talked about the fact that Disney put out that ridiculous statement that I, I still am baffled by that statement. The, the, the where they actually announced. Well, quit reading how much it, Derek. money. Calm down. <sighs> I can't. It makes me it makes me so angry. But the one bright shining spot about that is that the uh, the moron that wrote that is no longer with the company. 
she didn't she quit she didn't get fired but i wish she would have gotten fired because screw her <sighs> so i'm gonna go and have a coke and a smile after we get done with this because i'm really frustrated that this whole situation for anybody listening that before you listen to this i really hope that now you understand a little bit more of what's going on don't let that 20 million dollar you know, statement fool you into thinking that Scarlett has been paid what she deserves. What she deserves is irrelevant. What she was promised is what matters. What was contractually promised to her is what matters. And again, it doesn't matter if that was a contract for $15 or 150 million. It doesn't no, matter if, the number. If, if they thought she was already paid so handsomely, then why did they make the deal with her in the first they place? They wouldn't, yeah, so. they wouldn't have made that deal. They wouldn't have made the deal. And, and not to mention the fact that not, yeah, she's making a lot, but that's because she produced this movie She's the one that she, she's the one that went to bat and got the director. She found this not, director. Not literally, Trent. Don't worry. Not literally. Okay, I was going to say there was a lot of ass shots in that movie. It was, yeah. it was there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's been working very hard for this, and we're talking about a. And the one last thing I'll say, I, I'm, I know I've been rambling, and I apologize. The one last thing I will say that I don't think enough people are talking about is how much of a consummate professional Scarlett Johansson is. She knew that she was getting screwed over while she was doing the press for this movie. And she still did not one time bring this up in the press. You know why? Because she was made, contractually obligated. This to was the not. This was not made public. <laughs> she didn't bash Disney. The only reason we know about that is because the lawsuit was filed, and that is public record. Scarlett Johansson did press for this movie for months. She did interviews. She 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 did all kinds of things. She filmed little commercials on YouTube where she just talked about it for for like two years. She's been doing press for this movie. Never once did she bring up the fact that Disney was screwing her out of her contract. And I just, I think that people need to stop listening to what Disney said and making, making her out to be the villain and see a professional that is at the height of her field that is getting screwed out of her contract that absolutely deserves everything that she's owed. That's my final thoughts on it. Trent, Ian, any final thoughts? Or are we good to go for, uh, for Twitter followers for this? Uh, we are good well. to go. I think I have ranted as much as one bearded man can rant. A lot of ranting on this episode. There was a lot of ranting on this very episode. Heated. It was very Visceral. deserved ranting. Yeah. Very, very stuff deserved. Off our chest. Yeah. Yeah. We hadn't talked about this for a while. Yeah, we all right. Done news in a while. So. Yeah. We haven't done news, and that's what happens at bottlenecks, and then we get all crazy and, you know, and we record feel better? two hours you know, later. You know what it made you feel better? What? A little bad batch review, but it's okay. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't know that it would have we'll, made me feel that we'll much get to better, them. buddy. <laughs> All right. Are we doing right, followers get to, now? Get to, our, get to our social media followers there, Trent. All right. Well, I will say uh, in the last week, we surpassed our latest milestone. We, we cracked whoop 300 whoop. followers. So pat ourselves on the back for that. I know that's still not a ton, but we're getting there, by God. And uh, also give a quick shout out to our giveaway winner, because we did give that sticker away. And so shout out to the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast for winning that bad boy Enjoy. and thank you for the wonderful shout out on our amazing logo yeah by mr trent persinger oh thanks guys Woo. so let's best get logo to, in all of podcasting let's get to the oh, couldn't shucks, agree guys. more let's get to those followers that got us to and well past 300 i might add here we go uh there's a lot collective imagination the no highway option abby and amy know nothing tay's film studio the Sandy and Todd cast, The Usual Saints, Geek World All-Stars, Amazing Pop Culture Podcast, The Louis Lobato, 
or no, not the, I thought it was, thought it was another podcast. Louis Labato Macedo. I hope I'm saying that right. Nerd Talk Plus. Gabriel Cloud. Dads on Day Quill. Sam Spade. Igor Yashenko. <laughs> this Morning's Coffee Podcast. Open Shutters, a creepy podcast. The Pod Crawl Pubcast. Let me tell you something, bitch. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's the name of the podcast. Okay, I wasn't, that I wasn't podcast deep or I thought you were just talking to us. No, that's the name of the podcast. Was it bold <laughs> capital letters like that? I don't too? know that they meant it with the uh, like the meanness that I put on it, but I let that me was tell funny. you something, bitch. <laughs> uh, oh. Let's see, bye, bye, oh, Frost. Bitch. Bifrost Industries, the We Get Dubbed podcast, Stories of Saniwa, the Chris Collins Show, the Sports Movie Podcast, Field of Screens. Wait, Chris Collinsworth? Is that who you said? The Chris Collins Show. I don't know if I said Chris Collinsworth, but I meant Chris you, Collins. You, you didn't. You, you did. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Her- Hero Theory, MCU, C2C. Uh, news and nerdworthy, or new and nerdworthy. I'm sorry. Another Marvel podcast, Pop Culture Vulture, Just a Podcast Fan, Galaxy Geeks, High on Horror, Home of Halloween, You Run podcast, There Was an Idea, dot, 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 an MCU podcast, and finally, Nerd It Through the Grapevine. There you go. Thank that you. was a lot. Thank you so much to everybody who uh, participated in our giveaway all the retweets and the likes. Thank you to all of the people that are following us on Twitter. Thank you to everyone who's following us on Instagram and Facebook. If you're not following us on any of those platforms, please, please consider doing so. There are links in the description of this episode that you're listening to right now. Click on it. Go give us a follow. We're mostly active on Twitter, but uh, we're trying to get there on, on some of the other platforms, but Twitter is just the one that's the easiest because twint, 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 Twint tweets, tweets all the time. <laughs> Twint tweets all the time. He's doing a great job as our social media manager. Twint as well as is a good tweeter. Yeah, Twint. Nobody tweets right Twint. And one last thing real quick, Derek, before you wrap up, because I know you're about to give our, our info and our, our email, or at least I think you usually do. Yes. Uh, I just want to say I would love to eventually do like a mailbag type episode, which I know we don't have a ton of followers yet, but I would love to do that down the road if we ever got enough like people to do it. So if you're listening to this, please listen closely to Derek's email he's about to give and think about writing us a, well, write us a letter because you like us, but also ask us some questions because if we ever got enough people to do it, I think it would be fun to do a mailbag answer your question type of episode. So I agree. And if you, if you don't want to email us, that's all right. You can shoot us a message on, on direct message on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those have that option as well. But Trent is correct. I was going to give our, our information. If you would like to, to leave us any comments, any questions, anything at all, really. Just tell us how your day's going. We'll listen. We're good listeners. Like I said, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and send us an email at paperweightent at yahoo.com. Please, we would love to do a mailbag. We want to hear from you. Also, if you haven't reviewed or rated this podcast on whatever player you're listening to, especially Apple Podcasts, please consider giving us a rating and review. That helps bump us up in the search engine, and it lets us know that you're enjoying it. We actually have had a couple of positive ratings and a a very sweet review from somebody that we don't know who it was. So if that was you, shoot us an email. Let us know that you gave us a good review. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, this was a fun episode, you guys. I apologize. It was a little Agreed. longer. I hope you can deal with all the ranting, and I'm sure that you'll be uh, hearing some clips of Ian and I arguing on 
on Twitter at some point this weekend. So we will be back very soon with our Suicide Squad review. And uh, next week, we've got a lot of content coming. We've got What If, we've got Titan Season 3, and we've got to finish up on The Bad Batch. Bear with us. We're almost done with Season 1 of The Bad Batch. We'll get it out of the way. And so for Trent and Ian, I have been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next time.